Broadcasting from Sydney, Australia, this is Front and Centre with Emilio Garcia. Brought to you by theunshackled.net. Tonight on social media, right-wing conspiracy theories going viral about David Hogg. The unsubstantiated claims say he's a crisis actor, a trained actor who takes advantage of tragedies for political gain. Of what a lot of people have noticed about these child actors is that there's something seems to be off. Something seems to be a bit peculiar about the scripted Twitter uh, accounts, the scripted uh, media appearances, and then the occasional kind of jumps off message and all the rest of it and that strange video of the same boy in california so we're going to find out exactly what's happening alex is with us right now the conspiracies first surfaced monday when the fringe website gateway pundit posted videos and articles accusing hogg of memorizing what they call lines when he stumbles on camera actually that was a bad choice because the genetic sorry okay you're fine David. something else has been happening as these kids buried their friends some sick conspiracy theories have been cropping up this is one of them. An aide to a Florida state representative emailed out a picture of a CNN interview with students David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez. Quote, both kids in the picture are not students here, but actors that travel to various crises when they happen. It's what happened next that makes it newsworthy, because the person who hit the like button on the Thomas Paine tweet was none other than the president's own son, Don Jr. After a shooting in Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida, a conspiracy theory gripped the internet. David Hogg an anti-gun advocate and a student of Stoneman Douglas, was accused of being a crisis actor. The claim was that he was not, in fact, a student in the school and was instead a paid actor by the anti-gun lobby. In this episode, I'll debate Steel Archer of The Unshackled, and he'll tell me his side of why he believes the conspiracy theory is true. Yeah, I think that David Hogg probably is a, is a crisis actor, a funded probably by someone like George Soros. I'll dive into the debate after this short break. I want to take a second and ask you to go to theunshackled.net and download your free ebook, The Unshackled Battlefield. Learn about the founding principles of The Unshackled and what made the organization what it is today. And since I have you, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and now back to the show. Welcome back to Front and Center. I'm Emilio Garcia. On today's episode, we're talking about crisis actors. Archer believes completely that David Hogg is, in fact, a crisis actor, while I believe the claim is ridiculous. Archer has given the thumbs up for the editing, and no misleading editing has been done. Today we're talking in kind of a special format because uh, we actually have our, our disagreements over the, the crisis actor uh, theory. This is essentially a theory where this guy called David Hogg who was in the, the school shooting in Florida in the U.S. recently, uh, is believed to be some kind of actor sent by politically motivated players to push forward a gun debate um, agenda and is not actually a student from that school. So you would, you would say that you believe that David Hogg is not, is not indeed a student from that school, correct? Well, let me contextualize my argument. So my argument isn't primarily just about David Hogg, but it's about the whole fake news complex, what we call the fake news complex. And I think that, you know, crisis actors in general are something that, that actually happens. But, you know, news is an industry. News makes money. It turns a profit. It also has a lot of influence and power. So, yes, I think, uh, I think that, yeah, I think that David Hogg probably... Is a, is a crisis actor funded probably by someone like George Soros. Interesting. So 
that's obviously I'm on the other side of the debate. So let's talk about the different points of this theory. Uh, and we can both give our opinion on it. So the very first part, the, the place where this conspiracy theory got, well, I'll just call it a theory. I don't want to belittle your point of view. So we'll call it this theory started, that he was a, uh, a crisis actor, started when uh, it came to light that David Hogg had been on the news six months earlier in California. David Hogg was on CBS2 talking about his confrontation with a lifeguard in California. He said, I didn't know it was a crime to put your board on the trash can. Like, because he just didn't want it to get sandy. That's when David says the lifeguard approached and he started recording. We clear? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm not your parents. No, you're not. So why don't you off? I told Archer why I didn't think that this was incriminating. And uh, this story featured uh, him and his altercation with a bodyguard, I mean, with a lifeguard. And some people point to that and say that that's the first piece of evidence to show that David Hogg is an actor. Now let me ask you, how is it that a kid showing up on the news about a non-political story that had nothing to do with guns somehow incriminates this kid as being part of the George Soros fake news complex to pull up to push guns uh, kind of on a fake platform? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, the the advocates of this theory, and and uh, as one of those, uh, they say that you know, it's it's kind of a there's the correlation isn't always called causation, but what 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 was happening here was essentially a training mechanism. This was a training, this was a training mission. Yeah, so I, I think I think what the people uh, they say and they talk about when they when you talk about this previous news story uh, with the lifeguard. They, they say that he was being trained and developed in his acting skills. Um, the, the, the fact that, that someone like David Hogg might have got onto a, a news outlet um, at, at some point in his life before this school shooting, it doesn't say much. It's not, it's not something that I really point to and, and say, well, there we go. But you know, if you wanted to, uh, if you wanted to say something, then he's definitely been on the radar. He's been on the news radar. Okay. Uh, so that that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I, I will tell you that uh, working in uh, in marketing and PR for some time, there's such a thing as media training, and it doesn't actually require you to go to uh, to go on TV to train. Uh, generally, there are different ways in which you can kind of just make sure that you can that you hold um, you hold your position during an interview, that you don't incriminate yourself, that you know you're you're responding properly, and very little of this actually has to do with going. To an interview, but uh, but this theory kind of falls apart for me because they say essentially that this was a training exercise, and this leads me to the second point that this theory uh, is built upon, which is a video that uh, an unedited video of CNN interviewing David Hogg right after the shooting, and it seems like uh, he can't keep a clean, uh, clear train of thought. After we heard the first gunshot, we initially thought it was a drill. Actually, that was a bad choice. Okay, Actually, that was a bad choice because the janitor. Sorry. It's okay. You're fine, David. You're fine. Honestly, when I was going out, I was kind of in. I was in. Hold on. It's okay. When I was going out, I was in shock. Yeah, saying, I, don't, I don't know how to put this in perspective. He's uh, stuttering, he's mumbling, he forgets where he's going. And you see this anchor saying, okay, it's okay, start over. It's okay, start over. And people are saying, well, that proves it because CNN was. You know, he was. They were feeding him lines. So two points. One, if they're training him as an actor, wouldn't he be a little bit more articulate and ready to say, you know, what he has to say? 
actually three points. The second point would be that they weren't actually feeding him lines. They were saying, don't worry, start again, which for a traumatized kid might not be that, uh, that strange. And three, you know, he would stutter and say a couple of things and then he would start over, but he wouldn't say the exact same thing. So it doesn't really seem like he had a script or a guide. So can you kind of go through that a little bit in your mind? So, so the the way the reason I the reason I doubt anything that CNN says, and this goes back to the complex and the context of the debate, is because they have been caught faking news before. The fact that David Hogg was stuttering and stuff, you know, you could you could you could point that as uh, you know trauma post being shot at. But the 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 point is, I think I think that the, that CNN was telling him what to say, um, and I think I go back to this because of what he did, what he uh, he recorded himself when he was in the school, and now when he was in the school, he was saying these sort of predetermined gun control, uh, you know, constitutional lines. Um, someone with a lot of a lot. At, he he recorded himself himself in the school saying things about gun control while he was being shot at. Absolutely. This last point, I actually hadn't heard before Archer told me about it. It's essentially David Hogg in a shutdown classroom, and he's speaking uh, about the situation that's going on outside, and he's also talking to his classmates about it. After watching the video, I personally didn't find it incriminating, and you can feel free to watch the whole thing and make up your mind, but David Hogg is in a classroom, shut down, pretty safe, talking to what looks like high school students. Nothing too incriminating there. We got back to the point regarding the so-called crisis actors, and why I believe that they're not crafted spokespeople. I would say, and a lot of the criticisms of David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez have been that they're actually not very articulate, and that these are arguments that are exactly appropriate for their age. You know, they're all they're saying is do something, and uh, you know, we call BS and stuff like that. And they're not, you know, uh, politically, they're not very enlightened uh, conversation topics. They're not very enlightened points. So, uh, I mean, yes, I do believe that CNN is in some in some way or form uh, kind of directing them towards the end that they want to reach. But the thing, when, they, when people say that David Hogg is a crisis actor, the idea is that he was a politically motivated character who was put there under false pretenses to push this anti-gun debate. And the idea is that David Hogg did not go to the school, which leads me to, this, to the next point in the theory, which is the yearbook. They took a picture of a yearbook photo and claimed that he had actually graduated from another school in 2015 and took a picture of one page of a, of a yearbook to prove it. This last point I wanted to see with Archer. This was supposedly a damning piece of evidence that proved that David Hogg was a paid agent. We'll be talking about that after this short break. You may not know this, but The Unshackled has its own store. The Unshackled leadership and contributors have created some excellent products so you can take a little bit of us home with you. Go to uprightmarket.com and get, oh, I don't know, the Lefty Tears mug? Lefty Tears are always delicious, but without a proper bezel, they'll go to waste. Thanks, and now, back to the show. Welcome back to Front and Center, I'm Emilio Garcia. At this point, I'd asked Archer about the yearbook piece of the theory. This is the piece of the conspiracy theory that claimed that David Hogg had graduated school in 2015, and a picture of a page of a yearbook was tweeted out as proof. Okay, so what we have here is a Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School yearbook from the year, school year of 2017, Parkland, Florida, and bookmarked is David Hogg's yearbook photo from the same book. David Hogg, 11th grade, this is last year. 
He's right here. That's him. Same book, Parkland, Florida, Marjorie Snowman Douglas. As you can see, the page of the yearbook was in fact from Stoneman Douglas High School, the same school that was shot up in Florida, making the claim that David Hogg was from another school completely erroneous. Furthermore, the picture that was tweeted out that supposedly proved that he was an actor has a girl at the very top wearing a t-shirt for the Stoneman Douglas High School team. You can see where I'm going with this. Well, I, 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 I actually don't have a comment on the yearbook picture because I think digital editing has got so sophisticated that if he was or wasn't in the picture, I mean, he could have been put in or not. After this exchange, I wanted to check in with Archer and see where he was standing in the subject afterward. The, the, the David Hogg thing is, is uh, you know, there's, there's more of these actors that pop up over, well, there definitely are actors. I mean, the whole Antifa thing is, is George Soros-funded action. So this is just mega crowds instead of individuals. And um, so my argument is like, it's not really about David Hogg. It's not really about the, the fact that he was or wasn't in the in the yearbook, if, if he was digitally edited in or not. The fact is that these people are inserted into these political debates. But again, my point is, you believe that he was in the school when the shooting happened, and you believe that okay, maybe he was paid by George, uh, by uh, Soros, as as you think. Uh, there's no evidence behind that, but let's say he was, uh, and now he's he's a spokesperson. I just don't understand how all of this fits into the narrative of fake news. Got this actor, paid him, and then put him on the front line. If he didn't have a big following before, he's not the most articulate kid. He doesn't have. He's not the most charismatic kid. He doesn't have. Um, a lot of you know facts and figures that other people have at their disposal that you know would kind of disarm their um, their opponents in a much more effective way. So what is it about CNN that would say this random kid who has 500 followers on Twitter and who you know can't speak uh, articulately to save his life and doesn't know the first statistic about gun violence? Let's put him on the front line. I just don't. I just wouldn't really understand the motivation. Okay, so so the 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 main point is that we're dealing with tragedy and we're dealing with emotion and facts, logic, all of that go out the window when you deal with tragedy and emotion. So I think I think if you look at his his character that he plays, I think he he very well fits the mold of that emotional moment it's to capitalize uh, using someone who is as you as you describe as a proponent to advocate emotional uh, emotional policies in a traumatic time. I guess uh, the, the, the conclusion we can reach is that you believe that, um, so you're kind of outside the main narrative of crisis actors, unlike many people who say that this uh, is a kid who graduated three years before from another school, that he actually uh, is not a student at that school, that uh, that he was never inside the school when he shot, that he's actually just being fed lines by CNN and Soros and going out and pushing them, uh, but really has no authentic affiliation to any of the students, any of the teachers, or the school itself. Uh, however, you do believe that the fact that he's a politically motivated actor makes him inherently a crisis actor. Would that be correct? Yeah, and I, I, think, I, think, I, think that's main, I think that's the main point. Is, and, and, and my main point isn't even about David Hogg or Emma or anything. I think that these these sort of actors, these people, these political elements pop up over and over and over again in history, and um, and I think that 
regardless of how they tone it. I, I don't think, I, I'm not sure if there's enough evidence to actually pin all of this on David Hogg. Um, I've, I've had a look at these facts. I've had a look through this stuff. Um, a lot of it's he said, she said, um, and, and I'm not a fan of he said, she said, um, and I'm not, as I, you know, the yearbook, um, you, you've got the digital ed editing issue and all that, so I'm not, I'm not a fan of relying on that as evidence. But what I am a fan of is, is, is knowing that fake news comes from CNN, knowing that CNN manufactures news in order to promote, um, uh, to promote uh, and, and, and push its policies. And I think, you know, when they capitalize on someone like David Hogg, um, we've got to ask serious questions and, and about his, his uh, motivations and where he's and what he's doing as, as a uh, media entity. This brings us to the centrist conclusion segment of the program. David Hogg, Emma Gonzalez, and other students that were in Stone and Douglas High School during the shooting are, by most objective measures, not qualified to educate the public on gun violence. Do Something and We Call BS are not well-crafted, independent intelligence statements about gun control. That being said, there is no credible evidence to suggest that these were agents sent by politically motivated entities to push their agenda. Every accusation and piece of evidence published to substantiate the claim that these kids were actors were easily debunked within a matter of minutes. And that's the end of Front and Center. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you to The Unshackled for allowing us to use their platform. If you have any ideas or opinions, tweet at me at FRNT and Center or find me on Facebook. I'll read the most interesting comments on the air. For example, this one. Yesterday, I was sent a direct tweet, a direct message from a gentleman who heard my episode on Donald Trump. Essentially, the episode is me being very critical of Trump, but giving him some points that I think are appropriate. He thought that the fact that I gave him any praise at all meant that I was far right. This isn't really an interesting point. I just wanted you to all feel better about yourselves as objective human beings. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, there are always two sides to the story, so keep it central. Thanks for tuning in to Front and Center. Please visit frontandcenter.net.au for all the ways to subscribe and follow the show. Don't forget to pick up your free ebook at theunshackledbattlefield.net. And keep checking out theunshackled.net for all the latest news and commentary.